Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Jake Scott with you in our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios. Austin Horton across the glass running the show today. And, of course, social distancing from Casa de Monson. He is the one, the only... Gordon Monson. Hello, Gordon. You know, when you say it like that, it, it makes it sound so grand. You, you know, are grand. Just, you are grand in every fashion. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's Tuesday, last time I checked. It is and, Tuesday. It's a taco yeah. Tuesday, as you heard. Uh, it's a theme song Tuesday. Or actually used to be. Uh, it's a total request Tuesday. So, yeah, it's Tuesday. I had a funny. It's not, it's not. It's not what bugs you Wednesday. No, it's not what bugs you Wednesday. What Although you, I did like that? what bugs you Wednesday. By the way, I mean that's going back. What Gordon? Fifteen years now. But yeah, I did like. Back, yeah. I did like what bugs you Wednesday. I remember when it got uh, when it got canceled because uh, the the management thought it was too negative. You remember that? Somebody canceled that. Yeah, you don't remember I that. Thought, I, th- I thought we canceled it because we just got tired of it. Somebody no. told us to cancel. Yes, it? you don't remember that. No. Yeah. No, I would was... have. Uh, if somebody had told me to cancel it, I, I think I would have rebelled a little bit. But well, uh, maybe maybe they they did cancel it and didn't tell you that it was canceled, but like somehow <laughs> made it appear as if it were your idea. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> maybe that's Could very what well be. Maybe that's what happened to it. But do we... you do you like complaining? Do you, do you like does do does being around complainers bother you? Do you like the strong silent type or is that even worse to keep all that bottled in and not let it out? You know, it's kind of like meditation. You know, you breathe in and then you're supposed to breathe out all the bad. But breathe in the positive, breathe out the uh, the bad. And sometimes when you breathe out the bad, then the next thing you know, you're complaining. So you know? this is this is an easy answer. Do do I enjoy complaining? One hundred percent. Who doesn't? And I didn't get into sports radio because I don't like complaining. I mean, I think that much is really obvious. Do I like listening to somebody complain? No, nobody does. So this is like a this is like a one way street, uh, Gordon. And I don't know if it's healthy or not. But do I enjoy it? Oh, one hundred percent. Well, I know when we did What Bugs You Wednesday, it was therapeutic. I mean, and we remember we used to take a zillion calls and, and people were full of 
things they had to get off their chest, you know. They had Glad to we don't do this anymore. Exorcise <laughs> that stuff, you know. And I, I thought it was actually a, a nice public service. Well, maybe we uh, maybe we bring it back in in better times. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, in, I, I, I in guess, times you know, that aren't quite so you know uh, negative as they are. Here's the here's the thing. If you're the strong, silent type, you can't do radio. Right? No, no. You, I mean, you need to express you, yourself to do radio. Right. Yeah. If you're the Marlboro man, you know, or is that going way back too far? I think we all uh, still I, get the reference. I mean, if you're if you're if you're uh, what was Clint Eastwood's character in half of the cowboy movies he, he was in? Like not not Dirty Harry, right? Not Dirty Harry, but that was, it's the same genre. It's just with a cowboy hat on it, right? <laughs> and the cowboy boots and what? I think I saw the uh, the other night. I I saw. I didn't watch it. I just watched like a five seconds of it. But uh, Hang 'Em High was on, and Clint Eastwood was sort of that strong, tough guy. The way he always, so many of his characters were in those early days. And I, I don't know whether is that attractive? Is that? I don't know. Do what women kind of like question? that? Kind of I mean, do men like that? What do we? I mean, is that is that leadership? You know, the strong, silent type. But when he speaks, people listen. Or do people like uh, those who who express themselves to the point where you think you know what's going on inside between the years? Hmm. I I think it probably depends on uh, different situations, Gordon. Different personalities. In, in fact, different people respond. Two different personalities. I don't think any of this is uniform, right? Yeah, I suppose. So uh, some but, probably prefer that. Some probably don't. Austin, what do you prefer? I pulled a Gordon Monson. You, I'm eating a granola bar. You did pull a Gordon <laughs> Monson right there. That did just happen. Although, unlike unlike you, Gordon, we Austin didn't know that he was going to be talking. You you have this this talent for hearing the bumper music and and some alarm goes off in your head and it says, "Holy oh, crap! Man. I got to eat this granola bar now." <laughs> Only if I'm hungry. Uh, I, I like. I, I've always I've always appreciated a leader who does uh, what he asks others to do. And so I don't I don't think the strong silent type is necessarily fitting that, but at least walks the walk, not just talks the talk. You know, that that's a great that's a that's a great response, I think. Yeah, because it doesn't really matter. Different personalities. What kind of eating there? Chocolate chip, uh, chewy. Quaker, yeah. <laughs> ah, Quaker. Uh, that's, that one's pretty good too. Yeah, I've had that just before the show, like a second. Before goes down smooth, you know. <laughs> Although it does kind of, it's difficult. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I I find that that kind of thing, especially when you're talking to guys, because it, it, guys can follow certain people, and not just not just guys, but women too. It, it doesn't really matter. But they, it seems like some people just have whatever that is that's necessary. And I think what Austin said is really true. Those. Those who lead out front instead of out back, those are the guys that uh, the people that uh, folks can line up uh, with and and stand behind. You know, you know, I think in all of cinema, the best leader I ever saw in all of cinema. Who who do you think I'm going to say, Jake? The best leader. Splinter Hmm. of the Ninja Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a that's a good answer. I I feel like. Hmm. Who's your answer? And then I'll give you mine. Uh, Probably John Larroquette from Stripes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, you can do better than that. That's my Come answer. Uh, you ever see him in uh, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying? <laughs> no. Oh, terrific. Really good? With uh, Daniel Radcliffe, by the okay. way. Okay. Harry Potter. All right. Um, let's see. Harry Potter, there's a good one. Solid leader. Uh, Dumbledore. Well, Dumbledore, uh, of course. Uh, the the Ye Shall Not Be Named was, was a good leader in his own way. Voldemort? Yeah. He He's not a, a good leader. He had a lot of people following him, right? I don't know. He's the bad guy. And Mary Poppins struck me as a decent leader. No, she leaves as soon <laughs> no, as things she get does leave. You know, oh, back to normal. She's right, out. which she leads you through a crisis, and then you know. No, but she. It's a, this is a bad leader that only showed up, shows up when there is a crisis. That's a bad leader. You guys are all wrong so far. <laughs> you mean it wasn't Mary Poppins? No. Uh, let's what see. The, who did? What was the Angel Lansbury's character going. in there's Bed a, Knobs and Broomsticks? Mrs. There, Potts? A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's beauty. <laughs> there's an obvious choice here, and you guys are whiffing left and right. Lumiere, if we're going Beauty and the <laughs> Jennifer Beast. Jennifer Conley in Rocketeer. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Conley probably would be a pretty solid guess because we are talking about Gordon here. Come on, guys. She you is all better. his reasons. Yeah. Oh man! Don't don't even go there. With How about me. Uncle Buck? I'm gonna break down and cry now. Thanks a lot, Austin. Uh, Uncle Buck's a terrific uh, leader. Uncle Buck, or, Uncle, Uncle or Buck. John... You're right. That Uncle Buck. I gotta admit, Uncle Buck Solid has got to be at there. Yes. Solid leader, or even John Candy from <laughs> Cool Runnings. Good leader, right? Uh, I love I love Uncle Buck. Learned his lessons the hard way. He where did. he made his mistakes, right. owned up to him, and it made him a better person. Yeah, Uncle Buck, solid, solid, uh, solid leader. This might be a good, good with a hatchet. This might be a good poll question on the old movie zone. Here oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I hey. think it needs to be. I mean, but uh, uh, hey, let's invite our listeners wherever you are at home. Or uh, who who do you think is the best? leader in the history of cinema. In cinema. Or you can include TV, too. But there is an obvious answer that you guys have completely whiffed on. And I don't care whether you're batting righty or you're batting lefty. You're not hitting the grand the slam. The scarecrow like from Wizard of Oz. Ooh, nah, the leader in the end. He was wishy-washy. <laughs> he didn't have any backbone. <laughs> uh, let's oh, see geez. here. What about, uh, what about Kelsey Grammer and Down Periscope? Terrific. Underrated movie. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, these a, are a fine great waste of time. Oh, oh. That movie. Yeah. Oh, incredible. I'd watch it right now. Let's do it. Let's live stream it here. Would we get sued? Do you want to know I the correct know. answer? You guys, when you're done fiddle faddling around, I got your answer for you. Okay. And I'll bet you, I am willing to bet you that uh, our listeners are going to line up behind me on this one. Okay. You ready? We're, we're the prepared. Passion. No. Maximus Decimus Meridius in Gladiator. Mm. What do you mean? Well, like, uh, he kind of let uh, himself, really. No, no. He, he was, was a natural leader of men, and he was in, in the beginning. When you saw him out there, he was out front fighting with his troops. He was doing what needed to be done. And then what, what does he do? He gets thrown in into jail with all the gladiators. And what happens? They all find out in a hurry that, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. We're going to do what he tells us to do. Yeah, but the whole theme of that movie is like one man brings down the Roman Empire. That's like the <laughs> that's like the whole story is that, you know, the, the mighty best. Roman Empire no. is taken down by one person. That's and the he, whole point. And he and, and, he, and he dies. And he dies. Also, at the hands Spoiler of the bad alert. Guy. 
Great point. It's a thirty-year-old movie. Brandon Doman was a Heisman <laughs> candidate when that thing came out. <laughs> Actually, it was two thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, so that it? might be true. What year did it was? No, it is because they had a was... billboard of him as the gladiators called the Dominator. That's where he wow. got the idea. Oh, hey, really? yeah. So no, poor Ma- leader. I don't like that answer. Maximus Decimus Meridius. That's the man, right? What a, what a there. pretentious name. Seriously. <laughs> it's not how, about, his fault. how about Phil? Couldn't have just he been was a Phil. Freaking, he was a freaking Roman general. What kind of what, he, he wanted to be called? You know, Peter. Yeah, I just, you know what, not feeling it. He was more of a one-man kind of mercenary type. Okay, no, he wasn't. He was about his he was about his troops. He was about his army. And he was about his country. And he was about his he was about the Caesar who was at least the one that wasn't warped and twisted and crazy. Uh, okay, throw What about this Bill Lundberg there. from uh, Office Space? Any good there? Uh yeah, I mean, he had his <laughs> It was kind of a dry delivery for him. But, but he you got know. Milton to do whatever he needed him to do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. True. I can't, I can't what about the great eye from Lord of the Rings? Sauron? Sauron. He mustered many an <laughs> army. And the only reason he was defeated was not because he was outmanned on the battlefield. It's because some hobbit threw a, a ring into a lava pit. Dropped his Cracker Jack prize and it <laughs> ended the whole thing. Yeah, right. So that's the only way he went down. His leadership skills were, were kind of unmatched, if you think about it. How about uh, Mel Gibson and Braveheart? What was that guy's name? Will, Will, William Wallace. William, William Wallace, yeah. Yeah, but again, to, to Austin's point, that one ended in an L. Uh, an L. Yeah. So I like my leaders to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Second is, place is last place. I got to tell you, though, this is a pretty terrific topic. I'm with you, Gordon. This is the best of cinema's great leaders. And it can't be hey, from I'll a you, nonfiction right movie either. It's got to be a fictional leader. Yeah, don't give Since me Patton. I'm, yeah, don't, uh, don't just say me George C. Scott. Like, that was a real person. <laughs> oh, We're talking way, uh, somebody who's uh, fictional. George. George C. Scott in Patton, that may have been the best casted character in a movie of all time. That one and uh, and what's the other one? Jack Nicholson and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, wait, wait, wait. George, but- C. George C. Scott could have done that speech better, though. I don't know. How could he have done that? He was perfect. He's he's trolling you, Gordon. But uh, oh. you know where I will say that that was miscast, and I'll disagree just a little bit. Although George E. Scott was brilliant, uh, and I pointed this out to Austin the other day, who did not know this, uh, General Patton did not have a George C. Scott booming voice like yeah, George C. It's, Scott it's did squeaky, that yeah. did that speech way better than General Patton did. Well, because I mean, he that had, doesn't, but that doesn't matter. No, but, like, is it really a great cast if it's not exact? I mean, George C. Scott was a better Patton than Patton was. It's akin to Lloyd Cole playing me in my movie. Right. The voices don't match. Right. So, I I don't know. Uh, That I mean, that's a great speech. I'm with you. But is it the perfect casting if he's, like, you know, more of him than him? (laughs) That makes it even better. Okay. All right. Fair enough. To, to, and and to since we're wandering, since we're wandering all over the place on this, was not uh, Joaquin Phoenix the one of the the the, the squirreliest, wickedest bad guys in the history of cinema in Gladiator? Wow, you are really on to Gladiator. Did you watch it yesterday or something? No, I watched. You know what I watched last night? I watched Shawshank Redemption. Okay. 
Not really any strong leaders in that movie, I would say. No, no not really. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, he was great in Gladiator. I don't know if it's my favorite Joaquin Phoenix role. But, no, you know, that's probably Johnny Cash. Isn't I it? thought he was great as uh, as Johnny Cash. Although I admittedly have not seen the movie where he falls in love with his phone, which I just couldn't come around. No, to. it was his it was his operating system, wasn't it? Well, excuse me. For, come on, Jake. Johnny. It was the OS. <laughs> what was that film called? Her. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey, hold it. Scarlett the, whoa, Johansson. Whoa, whoa. It, it was voice, the yeah. operating system. Yeah. <laughs> He's not crazy. He wouldn't fall over the phone. What a stupid movie. Uh, oh, man. I'm telling you, you guys have failed miserably. I am standing by my position. Maximus Decimus Meridi is the best leader in the history of movies. And you, you haven't even come close. The whole point of the movie was one man takes down the Roman Empire. How could that be a great movie? That's like a lone wolf story. No, it's not yes, because it he, is. he had to lead people in order to do that. Uh, a couple of, uh, of uh, felons. I mean, that's far from, like, leading armies. They he were in prison. By the way, yeah. he didn't take down the Roman Empire. He just, he just uh, he sort of, uh, what's the word? He, he fixed it. <laughs> Technically, they took him down. Right, but there was change inspired sure. by yeah, it, you yeah. know, with the senators and, and all that. But sort if you of don't thing. live to see it, it doesn't uh, count. I like uh, both these suggestions coming in on Twitter uh, from Rachel, who says Achilles and Troy or George Washington in turn. I love that answer, George Washington in turn. If you've ever uh, seen that show, that's a great show. Although that is a real person. And yeah, are we disqualifying real people? No, not necessarily. I think we should include everybody in it. But who was the first one? Achilles and Troy? Was it, was it the Brad Pitt character? Yeah. I actually liked that movie. Yeah, why wouldn't? It's a good movie. A lot of people don't like really? that for some reason. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, he, I, he I, I rallied still go the troops with in that. You're pretty, you're pretty uh, hold fast on this answer. Well, that's because that's the kind of leader you want to follow. Of all the right. leaders that ultimately failed, that's a good choice. <laughs> Oh, brother. He didn't fail. He just died. He did yeah. die. To the bad a lot, guy. A lot of people die in a good cause, you know? So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They take second place, and that's fine. <laughs> I like my leaders to take first. I saw the other night uh, the Ten Commandments was on. Moses wasn't bad. As, you know, Charlton Heston. Although he was hesitant at first, and then he took his mantle. Okay. I like that movie. I saw that that was on the other day. I stopped by for a hot 30 seconds, and then I was like, oh, wait. We DVR'd it with plans to watch it never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you really yeah. record Whitney's that? Whitney's never seen it, and I, so I was like, oh, we got to watch this, but it's nine hours It's nine hours long, so we got to wait. What movie, sorry, this is a random segment, but what, what movie have you? are you sort of embarrassed to say you've never seen? I've never seen a, a single Rocky movie. All the way through. I've really? seen bits and pieces of them, but never from start to finish. Yeah. Never seen Rambo. Oh. You're not uh, really missing on much. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. You know, pointless shoot 'em up shows aren't, aren't usually my favorite. I've never seen 12 Angry Men, I don't think. Amazing movie. Was it? Oh, incredible. You really haven't seen that? I may have, but I don't. It was when I was very young and I don't remember. A lover of argument like yourself. 
would really like that movie. Oh. Have you both seen Dunstan Checks In? No. No. Well, failures. Not. I have. Uh, I, I admittedly have not. You know, I found out the other day that one of my daughters has never seen The Wizard of Oz. Oh, you got to remedy that. And then watch uh, the, what's this called? Have they made a movie about the play yet? Wicked? Wicked? I don't know if they've got a movie. Have they made a movie about that yet? But isn't that, isn't that, I mean, when I was a kid growing up, The Wizard of Oz was like a, uh, that was just a passage that every kid had to see that movie, right? Uh, Let's see here. I, I like this Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Great answer. <laughs> that is a good answer. <laughs> he was the guy. He was yeah. Okay. I I don't know if I saw that whole movie, That's, but I think I know who. And how Andy Circus hasn't won an Oscar for that? I don't know. D- didn't that uh, didn't that movie actually make you root for the apes? That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. you don't root for the apes. Of course you do. The apes in the, the original. Planet no, not of the, the original. Apes? No, not the original. The oh, original the, got no, it wrong. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about the one that came out more recently, right? With oh, Andy Circus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, didn't they? It wasn't the. I saw the first remake. They still. You didn't root for the apes. Yeah, you, they were in captivity. Of course you did. Oh. Well, maybe they were I'm not locked remember. in a laboratory. Oh. Well, isn't that where the humans were in the original? <laughs> the original got it wrong. Oh, okay. I see. All right. Well, best leader in cinema. Uh, tweeted best on Best leader. In. Best at, leader of all time. At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin. Horton, uh, and we'll, we can get back to these throughout the show. We can have a little fun with it. Gordon, you and I uh, got into a little, uh, uh, I thought, well, pretty good discussion about quarterbacks. So let's get to that coming up next. Uh, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Tell a friend. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is my fight song. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is a total request Tuesday on the big show, and we're going with songs about overcoming. So tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, and most importantly, at Austin Horton if you have a request. Songs about uh, overcoming. Anything uh, come to mind, Gordon? By the way, that's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. Anything come to mind? Overcoming, man. Nothing really does come to mind. Do you, do you have one that comes to me? I don't one? know. Overcoming. That's a, that takes some. I like some it though. Thought. Uh, we'll we'll give it some thought for sure. And help us out on uh, online uh, at Austin Horton at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson. What was the theme from Rocky? Oh, um, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Or the Rocky theme. Kind of the Rocky theme, I would say. That's not bad. All right, so uh, let us know at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Gordon, you and I were uh, talking before the show began today, and, of course, the NFL draft is is kind of the 
biggest news in sports. The NFL has a unique situation where they're not currently in season during this whole thing, and they've figured out ways uh, to to stay relevant and be able to continue to function. And they're, uh, yesterday they talked about how they're going to do the NFL draft, where it's going to be like your local fantasy draft, where you know everybody's on their computer and uh, nobody's in the same room together. So that certainly should be interesting. And we started talking about quarterbacks. And of all the quarterbacks that are being considered, you know, first round quarterbacks, the big names, you know, of course, there's there's always the chance that Tom Brady comes out of nowhere and turns into the greatest of all time. But out of the quarterbacks that are in the conversation, Gordon, who's going to have the best career? Boy, it's always a crapshoot because it's hard to predict injuries and things like that and situations with teams who who is going to the best uh, circumstance in that regard. But uh I might go with Justin Herbert. Uh, he's he's big. He's got that strong arm. Um, yeah, I mean, that might be my pick, although Joe Burrow, hard to argue with what he did in his senior year. See, I agree with you. I My answer would be Justin Herbert, and I think he's going to go a little later in the first round, which means he'll go to a better team. Um, I think that, that really could benefit him. But looking at the other candidates, I mean, you – you can make an argument for everybody. I think you can make an argument against everybody, too. Joe Burrow, I think, has a ton of potential, obviously. He's the Heisman Trophy winner, but he's still kind of a one-hit wonder, so we don't know everything about him. And two, so, very, so very accurate. Man, is he accurate. He is, and, he, and he's great. But he's also going to go to Cincinnati, likely. And, <laughs> you know, that's that. when was the last quarterback that really succeeded in Cincinnati? Boomer Esiason? I mean, yeah, and they've, they've even had other number one picks like Akili Smith, who have just been dreadful. And oh, I, boy. I give Andy Dalton credit for having as much success as even he did uh, in Cincinnati. So I, I don't know if I'd bet on Joe Burrow. Tua, who's, who's the best Bengals quarterback of all time? Would it be Boomer? Or would it be like Ken Anderson? Or I'd go with Boomer over Ken Anderson. Well, Virgil Carter was there, wasn't he? Was he? I don't know. Way back. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, well, well, that's it, what they get for having a helmet that looks like a bowling ball. It's not exactly a storied history of quarterbacks. And let's not forget about Carson Palmer. I was just going to bring him Who Carson. was 105 years old and goes to the Arizona and has the best years of his whole career. <laughs> I was just going to point that out. Yeah. He was so much better. Well, he retired from Cincinnati. You remember and, that? Yes. He retired. He said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> And then they figured out a way to get him to Arizona, and he has the best years of his career somehow. So do we really think that Justin Herbert will be a better pro than Joe Burrow? I do, yes. Now, Tua, I think, is the wild card. Tua, actually, Tua and Jordan Love are the wild card in all of this, in in my opinion. Because Tua, hips are brutal. I mean, how much is that really going to affect his career? Not necessarily that it would linger, but that he'd hurt it again. And He's got a clean slate uh, recently, Well, he's not the biggest guy in the world. That would worry me. But Austin in the break brought up a good point. Kyler Burney's little. You know, Baker Mayfield's little. People are less worried about that, I guess. But oh, look at Drew Brees. Right? And so maybe I, I'm concerned about his future from an injury standpoint. Uh-huh. That's, that's, what, what, what are your honest feelings on Jordan Love? Because that seems to be the one that is so, so all over the place. I mean, everybody has him going in the first round. Everyone that I've looked at. But uh, how high do you think he goes? Well, I don't know. I mean, because I'm not a draft expert. But, you know, talking about how good of a pro he is. Well, how much do you weigh in circumstantial evidence? Because Jordan's junior year was 
uh, it was really, really great. And his senior year was subpar. There's there's no, no doubt about it. But if you look at the, everybody wants to compare him to Patrick Mahomes from a build and game standpoint, and I totally get that. Mahomes didn't go to a bowl game his final year under wonderkind Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, who everybody thinks is is so great. So, you know, maybe he's comparable to Mahomes in that way. My concern about that comparison, Gordon, is Mahomes is is so unique and so amazing. Like, how could you expect a carbon copy of that? Uh, you know, for years in the NBA, people were trying to draft the next Shaq, and they just it, it didn't exist, right? So if you're saying, oh, this guy can be the next Mahomes because he does everything just like him, well, I'm not sure anybody does anything just like Mahomes, no, right? No, he doesn't do everything like Mahomes, but he does have the live arm. And the mobility, right? Not a runner yeah. per se, but, but somebody that, that can move around and avoid big hits. This shows you how tricky statistics can be. In passing efficiency this past season, there was a love in the top 50, but it wasn't Jordan. It was Josh Love of San Jose State. Ah, Josh. Isn't that weird? You just can't tell sometimes. Off the numbers. Numbers do lie sometimes, again, according to circumstances that you described there, Jake. Uh, but but the pros have looked at Jordan and they think they see they see this potential that has not yet been completely fulfilled. Well, it was like you said during his junior year, perhaps, but not not his senior year for a whole lot of good reasons, I suppose. But Tyler Huntley, what about him? We talked with Chris uh, about him yesterday, and he thinks that there are teams uh, hovering around that that are interested in. And what Tyler can do, uh, I don't. I don't know if he'll be. I don't know what would you. Where would you expect him to be drafted, or do you think he will be a free agent, or what? Well, again, I, I am certainly no draft expert, but no, I do not expect Tyler Huntley to to be drafted, and I, I bet he'll make a camp one hundred percent because there's some talent there. Has to, um, has to. But I would be surprised if he made an NFL roster. But I, I said the same thing about Taysom Hill, and he figured out a way to play his way onto a roster and into a role, and you know, so um, my opinion is certainly not the end all be all. But I would be surprised if Tyler Huntley were on an active NFL roster next year. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, do you disagree? We'll see. I don't know. I don't know about Tyler Hunt. He really impressed me this last year. He he did some some quality things uh, for the Utes, and he is athletic. And I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Four interceptions was it last year? How many interceptions do you have? Yeah, but what are the, what are the things that or the the saying that you hear from all the scouts and, and NFL people talk about when they talk about quarterbacks? Can he make all the throws? I don't know that Tyler Huntley can make all the throws. Oh, well, uh, that that's probably one of the reasons Jordan Love has uh, been so highly regarded because that, like we talked about, that live arm he can. He can make those throws, and people are intrigued by that. He's the highest-risk quarterback, I think, of any of them. But he may also have the the greatest reward for whoever has the guts to take him. Now, the last time Jake and I had this debate or discussion was uh, we can now, I think, come to a conclusion as to who won, who had the better NFL career to this point, Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston? Because I was Team Mariota. 
And I was Team Winston, and, and Winston is the answer. No, he's absolutely not. He's Ooh. not on a roster. Didn't he lead the league in uh, touchdowns last year? And interceptions. Um, so? 36 TDs to 33 interceptions. Mariota got benched. And he's got for, a he got a deal this offseason. Or Ryan James Winston didn't. A deal with the Raiders doesn't it's count. It's a deal. And Winston will be on a <laughs> roster next year. Who? Uh, the Bengals? <laughs> maybe the Bengals. That that could happen. Hey, he got LASIK, man. All that squinting is Oh, is gone. that going to yeah, do he's it? going to okay. be fine. Right. I saw him. I think I think he just got married, didn't he? I did see that. He got married during this whole pandemic and uh, yeah, so maybe his life is a little settled. He doesn't have to, to squint to see anymore. If I learned one thing about the, watching the movie Major League, it's that, uh, you know what? If you can't see, <laughs> it's pretty tough to be accurate, Gordon. And if Jameis Winston couldn't see, how, of course he threw 30-whatever interceptions. That, that's a strong point. More interceptions in one season than Aaron Rodgers has had in his entire career. Well, I saw Ricky Vaughn take the head off that, you know, wood uh, batter. <laughs> a fictional character. And then he strikes everybody out as soon as uh-huh. he got glasses. <laughs> it, is, just, it would be difficult to pitch if you can't see. I mean, I, I think we can all agree on that 100%. I'll tell you, all those all those pictures of Jameis Winston squinting on, that are out there on the Internet are That's pretty, pretty hilarious. <laughs> They're pretty funny. All right, what, stay- uh, well, real quick, uh, what, what do you think of Tua, really? I mean, what do you think his strength is? His strength will be as a pro. Well, I think Tua can make all the throws, and I think he does have you know enough mobility. I don't think he's a runner either, but I mean that's that's what everybody was talking about with Tua before the injury is that you know, Tua can deal, and I think that's not something you always see like a, a, a the total package when it comes to a quarterback. I think he's that. If he were Gordon, if he would be as high a, a prospect as Andrew Luck, if he didn't get hurt, and if he were Andrew Luck's size, everybody would just Joe Burrow would be a, a uh, simply a uh, an afterthought because Tua's uh, his throwing ability seems to be that good. If you were to bet and you could pick either quarterback or any other position on the field, what do you think Jalen Hurts will end up playing in the NFL? Quarterback. I, I think he showed enough last year at Oklahoma to, to um, you know, at least get a shot, don't you? I don't know. Well, especially in that in that Oklahoma offense that seems to be all the rage amongst the scouts and NFL people these days, right? We shall see. He's a heck of an athlete, but uh, he wants to play quarterback, and you know, I I don't blame him. That's a position I would want to play if I were playing in the NFL. I agree, but I I've preached in the past be flexible, but. Jalen Hurts was really good last year. I think Oklahoma was a little overrated, but he had an unbelievable year. Well, the draft is uh, coming up, so we'll see uh, where Jordan Love goes and if Tyler Huntley gets drafted at all. All right, we'll have more of the big show coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This 
one goes out to our boy Spin Uprising by Muse on a Total Request Tuesday here on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. By the way, we want to say thanks to the title sponsor of The Big Show, Mountain America Credit Union. Uh, get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call one 800 748 Four three zero two. In fact, uh, we have some some pretty cool stuff on the horizon with uh, Mountain America Credit Union. Uh, Gordon, we're going to start doing. They're going to start doing a segment with us on on some of the important financial stuff that's going on uh, in the world. But I had a I had a funny interaction today because we had a virtual meeting about it, and Chad. Uh, from Mountain America Credit Union was was on the call, and Chad's probably going to be uh, one of a few people who are going to be jumping on the air with us. And I said, uh, I said, now Chad, my co-host uh, Gordon, now he uh, he may throw you a curveball or two, and you may uh, be be you may be horrified, you may laugh, but I'm just warning you, you're not going to know what's coming. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I listen to the show, I, I'm well aware of what uh, what Gordon may bring to the table here. So I thought that was a pretty I thought that was pretty hilarious. So shout out to our friend Chad out there who's listening, and we're gonna we're gonna do some stuff hopefully that'll help folks keep informed coming up here in the next uh, day or two. So make sure and stay tuned for that. But he's well aware of what he's getting into, Gordo. He was uh, willing to press forward. <laughs> he was he was still okay. willing to pl- press forward because I w- I was a little nervous about it. I was like, oh, you're you're familiar with Gordon, huh? Hmm. But My no, goal is always to bring in more than I chase away. So, <laughs> well, I think. Uh, I think uh, Chad is prepared for uh, what's coming there, Gordo. And like I said, I, I, I think this will be uh, uh, interesting and informative, something to uh, to do on the show. Gordo, we're going to talk about your column uh, coming up a little bit later on. We're also going to have Tom Hackett from KSL Sports at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Bowler is going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And uh, we're going to do... Um, uh, at the top of three o'clock uh, hour, Gordon, we're going to do kind of a promotion of a new charity that's uh, that's out there right now, uh, which actually matches um, RVs that are going unused uh, with doctors so that they can uh, uh, caution themselves from infecting their families. And we're talking about doctors who are, are working directly with COVID-19 patients and who return home each and every day. So there's this really interesting charity that's matching RVs with doctors to help keep wow. uh, their families safe. And yeah. uh, we're, we're, uh, we're going to talk about that coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour. And we're very much looking forward to it. Austin, got to give Austin credit on this. He's kind of, uh, he and you, uh, Shasta Trailer, which is one of our wonderful, wonderful listeners that uh, interacts with us all the time. Uh, he kind of lined us up with this, uh, with what's going on. So we're going to talk to Peter Brownstein. Uh, who's kind of the local contact for the cause. That's going to be at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. We're looking forward to that. And then Austin actually had a chance to catch up with some people benefiting directly. Is that right, Austin? Uh, Hoping to, yeah. Mark Taylor, he's a resident surgeon here in the Valley, and his wife, Emily, they have an 8-month-old newborn, and he comes home every day after a 15-, 16-hour day shift helping people with COVID, and they need somewhere to stay nearby his newborn and his wife so that he and not uh, infect them so i i talked to them you'll hear that coming up so pretty cool right uh gordo and we want to do this throughout the the pandemic and before you know until things get back to normal or we we do some community outreach stuff and and uh, i'm with austin i think this is a really good one and we'll talk to our listeners about that coming up at the top of the three o'clock hour plus gordon uh, you and i talked a little bit about this as we were chatting before in the before the show sometimes you need just something that'll make you feel good 
right? right. And, and helping others is one of those things that always makes you feel good. One thing that uh, I've uh, found out through my life, and Jake, you've seen it as well, and our listeners know this, there's some good people in this world. Oh, yeah. There are some really, really good people. It's good to have them around. And a lot of them are listeners. I mean, we've, we've seen that time and time again where there has been a need, and the list, our listeners, man, they, they step up in a major way. Well, yeah, we, we're reminded of that often, but uh, most especially around the holidays when we do the Road Home Radiothon and our listeners just, just rise to the occasion time after time, year after year. So yep. uh, we want to we cast some light on some of these things and, you know, uh, we'll, we'll try and sprinkle in some community interviews as well as we all try to support each other um, to get bit through this thing as, as best we can. And I think that's kind of the mentality everybody's adopting, or at least I hope most everybody's adopting out there. Yeah, it's kind of a weird time when people have to stay safe, stay safe, take care of yourself, take care of your family. But there are a lot of people on the front lines who are helping other people, uh, especially in the healthcare industry. Holy cow, there are a lot of good professional people out there who are fighting the good fight. Right. So uh, that's what we're going to do coming up at the top of the three o'clock hour. Again, Tom Hackett from KSL Sports will uh, join us top of the four o'clock hour. In fact, we'll ask Tom uh, what he thinks about Tyler uh, Huntley as a a potential NFL quarterback. And then, of course, Bowler will join us at the top of the five o'clock hour. And Craig Bowler, Jack Gordon, as you know, will brighten any day. Of course. All you got to do is hear the soothing tones and you feel better about being alive. Yeah, and maybe we'll, uh, a lot of people out there in Twitter land are, are tweeting out old memories of the jazz. I know Locke had some uh, pretty awesome video of Hot Rod and Booner uh, from, I think, the early 90s that he threw out wait, there today. Wait, are you saying that David actually survived that T-shirt hit he took? He did. He did survive that. Yeah, I mean. He survived, so he's okay. Well, that was a couple of years ago, so yeah, he's been okay for, oh, you know, for, right. for quite some time. I just wanted to make sure, because... <laughs> When I was reminded of that, when we played that, I uh, I wasn't sure. Right. Okay. Wasn't sure. Uh, yeah. He's fine. He he has uh, he has recovered. All right. Coming up next, uh, we will uh, talk about that uh, that charity uh, RVs for uh, for medical workers. Coming up next, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone.